0: I just looked at him. "'That bloke there?' he said. "'What bloke? Where?' "'Him on the bench. Him with the cap on. Him with the stick.' I shielded my eyes from the sun with my hand and tried to see. The bloke had his hands resting on the top of the stick. He had his chin resting on his hands. His hair was long and tangled, and his clothes were tattered and worn, like he was poor.' or like he'd been on a long journey. His face was in the shadow of the brim of his cap, but you could see that he was smiling. slogger man, I said. Your dad's dead. I know that, Davy. But it's him. He's come back again, like he said he would, in the spring. He raised his arm and waved. Dad! he shouted. Dad! The bloke waved back. See? said Slog. Away! He tugged my arm. No. No, I whispered. No. And I yanked myself free and went into Myers, and Slog ran across the square to his dad. Slog's dad had been a bin man, a skinny bloke with a creased face and a greasy flat cap. He was always puffing on a woodbine. He hung on to the back of the bin wagon as it lurched through the estate, jumped off and on, slung the bins over his shoulder, tipped the muck into the back. He was forever singing hymns, Faith of Our Fathers, Hail Glorious St. Patrick, stuff like that. Here he comes again, my mam would say as he bashed the bins and belted out "O Sacred Heart at eight o'clock on a Thursday morning. But she'd be smiling, because everybody liked Slog's dad. Joe Mickley, a daft and canny soul. First sign of his illness was just a bit of a limp. Then Slog came to school one day and said, "My dad's got a black spot on his big toenail.' "'Just like Treasure Island, eh?' I said. "'What's it mean?' he said. I was going to say death and doom, but I said, You could try asking the doctor.' "'He has asked the doctor.' Slog looked down. I could smell his dad on him, the scent of rotten rubbish that was always on him. They lived just down the street from us, and the whole house had that smell in it. No matter how much Mrs. Migley washed and scrubbed, Slog's dad knew it. He said it was the smell of the earth. He said there'd be nout like it in heaven. The doctor said it's nout. Slog said, but he's staying in bed today. And he's going to hospital tomorrow. What's it mean, Davy? How should I know? I said. I shrugged. It's just a spot, man, Slog. I said. Everything happened fast after that. They took the big toe off. Then the foot. Then the leg to halfway up the thigh. Slog said his mother reckoned his dad had caught some germs from the bins. My mother said it was all the woodbines he puffed. Whatever it was, it seemed they stopped it. They fitted a tin leg on him and sent him home. It was the end of the bins, of course. He took to sitting on the little garden wall outside the house. Mrs. Migley often sat with him, and they'd be smelling the roses and nattering and smiling and swigging tea and puffing woodbines. He used to show off his new leg to passers-by. I'll get the old one back when I'm in heaven, he said. If anyone asked if he was looking for work, he'd laugh. Work? (laughs) I can hardly bloody walk. And he'd start in on faith of our fathers, and everybody would smile. Then he got a black spot on his other big toenail, and they took him away again, and they started chopping at his other leg. And Slog said it was like living in a horror picture. When Slog's dad came home next, he spent his days parked in a wheelchair in his garden. He didn't bother with tin legs, just pyjama bottoms folded over his stumps. He was quieter. He sat day after day in the summer sun among his roses, staring out at the pebble-dashed walls and the red roofs and the empty sky. The woodbines dangled in his fingers. Oh, sacred heart drifted gently from his lips. Mrs. Mickley brought him cups of tea, glasses of beer,